I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, Season 8, Episode 18, Tell All, Part 1. Finally, we get a tell-all. Yay! That's, that is refreshing. It was. wasn't quite what I was hoping for, I think. I wanted some more fighting amongst the couples. Well, I think we're getting there. Yeah, I think, I think maybe we're warming up to it. Yeah, the more time they spend around each other, and the more, the more you mean the more time they spend with Julia. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> you know, we called it. I haven't listened to it back, but I think we thought that she would be the one, one. that she's of the age that she thinks that her opinion is important. That and, she knows everything. And everyone needs to hear and she what can she see knows. the truth that they can't see themselves. Yes. And they need to hear it from her. Right, of course. Because <laughs> they don't know. And right. she knows. I know everything. Right. Even Andrew kept quiet most of the time. I think he said something. But I think when we talk about the biggest things of the tell-all, is him walking off? Yes. The, definitely. And this is what I hate about previews. Yeah, that really got ruined. I wish they hadn't done that. Yeah, we we knew really everything that happened because we'd seen it in a preview. Yeah, they really didn't leave anything, no Hmm. stone unturned. That would have been a bomb if we didn't already know it happened. Right. Is there any chance he comes back in? It didn't look like it. Yeah, I don't... Because if he did, he'd have to admit to not getting his way, and his whole thing is controlling her. Right. And and he's miffed. You could see, oh, the anger in his face. Yeah, we stopped the clip and yeah. rewound it and played it back a couple of times. There's that I said, little... hey, did you see that look on his face when the producer's talking to him? When he turned and he kind of, I don't say, because he, he's big and he didn't actually strike somebody with his shoulder, but he kind of made that aggressive move away. And that look on his face was really telling. He couldn't hide yeah, his true self. Yeah, you could tell that he was snapping inside. And I looked at you and I said, right there, you could see it in his whole body tension and the way he was starting to grind his teeth and uh, the look on his face of just seething anger under the surface that I said, that's another telltale sign he would have been a closet abuser. I have right. no doubt. Yeah, I think... Not one to leave bruises, but I could picture him snapping like that and reaching over and grabbing her by the throat or something like that, you know, being intimidating and hands-on. He says, I'm just going to go home. I don't understand why I'm not allowed to simply engage in the conversation. Because she doesn't want to. Right. And she doesn't have to. (laughs) That's why. It's not a fair agreement at all, is what he says. (laughs) Wow. I'm just, go- I'm just going home, guys. So he can't control things. Right. This seems to be what he does. He's a manipulator and right. control freak. And when he can't control it, because what it was is Amira was going to have unfettered access to the gang. And it wasn't like Andrew was going to get a chance to speak first. Amira was going to get a chance to speak first. And I would imagine that would bother him a lot, that she's allowed to get her words in without him saying anything. And interrupting, right. But now it's going to happen anyway. Because he wants to control the narrative. And he'd have to sit there and take it and listen to it and then come out with everybody looking at him. Right. He'd have to sit and take it the way she's had to sit and take it from him. 
this whole time. Yeah. It was a nice suit he had on, though, wasn't it? <laughs> what did I call him? Oh, this is probably insulting and judgy. But I called it, I was like Fat Joker is what I called it. He looked like a Joker outfit from Batman without all the makeup. And his neck beard. That's the nastiest beard. Yeah. If you, I had a beard like that. We, I let it grow out for a while. And it, to tell you the truth, it probably would have looked somewhat similar to that. <laughs> Scruffy. Yeah. So I took that off. That was no good. Big. So what happens next? Amira comes out. And I think she's going to be, she's going to get the most sympathy that, from everybody. Right. Well, I don't sure. know. I thought I heard Jovi kind of, maybe one of the previews had Jovi talking, and we couldn't tell who it was about, but maybe it was about her. Jovi's a bit of a, I don't know, he kind of sides with the guys. Yeah. I would assume that's what he does. He didn't, Jovi didn't come out looking so good. No. I think at the end it was probably a little better, but I just think that the thought that Yara came into this not knowing about what happened at the strip club, what did he think was going to happen? Obviously, he he had to know it was going to come out. Well, he had to know. It was on camera. He did the lie detector thing on the tell-all. He had to know all this. And he laughed about it. Wouldn't you, if you were him, right? Wouldn't you have told her everything like that got filmed? Yeah, well, what he said in your that normal night conversation. was, if she doesn't ask, I'm not going to tell. What well, a horrible attitude. What do they think? What's he think that's going to happen here? Does he think yeah. that's not good television? You know the cameras were there when the stripper escorted you upstairs? But I, I'll bet you that if he had told her when he got home what he had been doing and that that was why he was late and drunk, that... She probably wouldn't have married him the next day. No, you're probably Because that would have crossed too many lines. Right. Because, I mean, she's not just a typical fiancé waiting at home while he goes and has one last bachelor night. She's pregnant. I mean, that's crappy. Yeah, it is. He's crappy. They seem like they're in a better place. This just brought up some old feelings. Yeah. Oh, when I saw the big crocodile tears in her eyes, it broke my heart. I felt so bad for her. I think she was. I up myself. I assume she was a little embarrassed. I would think that that would be part of it, uh-huh. but then disappointed in him. Yeah, there she is, home, and that he would keep it from her. Yeah, that's just not all good. this time. Yeah, and then let her find out on national television yeah. after she's birthed this child. I mean, that's been a long time. It's probably not good, right? Right. Uh, that's too bad. I thought it was good that mom really washed her yeah. hands of him. She did. Has that happened before in Ninety Day Fiance? Hey. Not so he's, much. He's yours. He's, I used that line last night. We were at the soccer game. And, you know, Hayden had been kicking some people. <laughs> and uh, he had a yellow card. So to keep him from getting another one, we put him in goal. And I went out and played the field. And the referee said something like to him. They were talking. And Hayden said, yeah, I got a yellow. Didn't want to get another one. And I said something. And, and that he was my kid. And he said, well, hey, you better take care of him. I said, oh, no, he's 21. I'm not taking care of him. And we're on the soccer field, and you're the ref. I said, you got to take care of him for the next 45 <laughs> minutes. He's not my responsibility. He's your responsibility. And the guy was laughing. He so, laughed. And that was pretty funny. That's funny. But Gwen also said that 
uh, Joby's not her responsibility anymore. Although she talks to him, but he doesn't listen. Right. Not her issue anymore. I try pulling him aside, but he just says, and I, she said, I will talk to him after, off camera. Uh. Which is good. That's what you want him to do. Right. Don't embarrass him on camera. He's probably not listening. Right. I thought the big thing was is how Jovi fully expected everybody, every guy in the world to know what happens in a strip club <laughs> and what a lap dance meant. Everybody. He was shocked. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> I, you know, it's just, I guess, the people he hang out. He doesn't hang around anybody. Who, who, doesn't is, go to strip clubs. who doesn't go to strip clubs. It tells you his friends. Have you ever been to a strip club? I have. You have? Well, here's the well. deal. I have to tell you. Here's what it is. I did... Um, I was in the army in Georgia with all the guys. And I was even underage. Oh. And we were in a car. And that's where we went. Mm. That happened. In Fort... Okay. Gordon, Augusta, Georgia. Been there. That's where that happened at. So, ta-da. Sorry. No private lap dances. How, ma- how so. many years you been keeping that one <laughs> to yourself? Uh, 27 I didn't even think almost? about it. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I don't even know if I was supposed to be in there. I guess in the army places. I didn't have anything to drink, so I, I wasn't old enough to drink. So I would be, I would assume that, um, I don't know, it was probably legal for me to be in there. Because I had to show your ID. Well, uh, I've done my share of things. What? <laughs> so, you're not you go like, right ahead. You're not like Julia, are you? No, but, you, you know. You weren't a go-go dancer? I have used a friend's ID to get in bars. Oh, I drank underage. I um, went to Atlantic City and got in the Trump Plaza when I was underage. Wrong podcast. We're not getting into that stuff on here. (laughs) Or maybe we don't get into that stuff on the other one. I don't know. (laughs) But the one who stood up for him was Julia. Julia said, I think Julia was defending strippers and really nobody was getting on the industry of stripping. Right. There wasn't anybody. She was just defending it because I think she had been accused of being one herself. Right. So she had to defend herself from she that. She explained the difference between a stripper and a go-go dancer, but said that she didn't see any problem with stripping either. Yeah, which made me think that she probably, maybe she danced a little with her top off. Uh-huh. It's entirely possible. Jovi said, what did he say? He said, the girl takes her top off, dances on you for however long the and, song and, is. And, and grinds on you a little on bit. On you. Not in front of you. Right. Not with you. She dances on you. Yeah. It implies a lot to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, on means what? Contact. On, yes. That's, <laughs> that's it. Oh, and he has slept with a stripper. Wouldn't it, what if it was that stripper he'd slept with? Wouldn't oh, that, be? that would be. So bad. That's what they should ask. That's divorce material right there. So is that the question? That is the uh, lie detector question yes. that probably should have been asked. Probably. Did you ever sleep with a stripper who you went upstairs with? No, the question should have been, did you sleep with the stripper on your uh, eve of your wedding? Uh, I think I hope the answer to that is no. Yeah. I'm thinking it would be. Yeah. Uh, I hope he's not that big of a sleaze bag. Right. 
And so Jovi's still digging himself a hole. And sadly enough, you know, Tariq's pretty level-headed, right? So Tariq interrupted and said, um, Jovi, this is what you say. I will never do that again right. for the rest of my life because you're my wife and I love you so much. Right. <laughs> and that's what you say now. That's what you're supposed to say. Uh. It's like somebody needs to teach him and Brandon the right thing to say. Now, you should mean that. I'm not saying you should just say it to get out of the situation. But maybe at this Some, point... Somebody needed to tell Tariq that's what he was supposed to say, too. Yeah. About contacting Minty. <laughs> yeah, I think that comes up soon. That is a fun and nice preview that we haven't mm-hmm. addressed yet. I wonder if that's as juicy as it could be. It looks like it might be. I thought, um, I guess while we're on uh, Jovi and Yara, and I guess Julia's even in the mix... You know, the whole idea of plastic plastic surgery popped in. Mm -hmm. And it probably started the biggest disagreement between all of them. We get, I think we all get what Julie was trying to say. But I don't know that it got, that probably didn't get lost in translation. That you're good the way you are and you don't need to change yourself. Mm -hmm. And the girls, the other girls were going, well, if I don't feel like I'm good the way I am and I want to change myself, I should be able to change myself. And Julia doubled down and said, well, no, you could just go to the gym. Eh. (laughs) Well, that's not something anybody wants to. We do all know that, right? Right. They don't need to be told There isn't anybody on the earth. Who was the, uh, who was the one, or was it Julia? Who said there were some like big people riding bikes? Yes, and that's what it was. When she first got right, and people don't know that, and it you you lose weight. It's the kitchen is where you end up losing weight. It's not so much exercise, and it's what you put into the body. So that that should have foretold where we were at now, right? Because everybody looked a little upset, and she knows everything. Wait till she's forty. Yes. And her hormones start changing. Right. Then then I'd like to hear some advice from Julia. Because <laughs> I think, you know, I don't think anybody needs plastic surgery. Right? I, I don't. No. I think you are what you are, right. and that's I fine. But here's the issue. I can't tell anybody no. that they can't go get plastic surgery if they want it. It's your body. Right? Right. I, I can't. Right. I, and... So you know what you do? Just like I advised my children they shouldn't get tattoos. And what does the 21-year-old do? But go get a frog tattoo on his thigh. Yeah, that's With crazy. his girlfriend. Yeah. They have matching frogs. Well, they can do that. <laughs> that's fine. Right. Because he's an adult. He gets to make that decision. But I did remind him that maybe when he's 70, he might be sorry that he has a frog on his wrinkly Who's thigh. Who's looking at <laughs> his thigh when he's 70? I'm just be saying. A, It'd be, what a, it'd be an be old, long, saggy frog. Right. Is what that's going to be. Exactly. You know, oh, whoops. Grandpa, what's that? Frog's not looking so good these days. I think he died. <laughs> <laughs> a little flattened. Looks like he got run over. Yeah. But they attacked her pretty good. They, it looked like you, jo, um, Julia and Yara, like they had gotten, when they walked in, they had kind of gotten along. They were kind of poking at each other a little bit. You know, fun. But I think they'd gotten along a ton, but this is where everything turned left. Well, where it was is they showed that in-between scenes 
where Julia Brandon was sitting in his little cubicle or whatever, and Julia went in there and started talking about Jovi and the strip club. And Yara walked by and heard it and asked. She didn't just walk by and yeah. pretend like she didn't hear anything. I would expect Yara to do what? To confront. And she did. Of course. She's not one to back down from a confrontation. Yeah. And so Julie was trying to explain herself. Well, no, 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 no. I was just saying if Brandon did that, I would kill him. And she basically said, you've been talking about this too much. Shut up. Is <laughs> basically what she said. <laughs> yes. I don't want to hear anything else about this topic. Right. It's over now. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with her. No. We had Mike and Ju- and, um, and Natalie. Julia looks like a, a deer in the headlights when she said that. Right. Deer. I mean, she was well, like, all of uh, it. I think I'll You can tell now. she wants to talk and say stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's still a she part of. She not know when to keep stuff to herself. Yeah. Sometimes you just think things. That's too much Betty. Betty's probably had a negative influence. Betty says whatever she's thinking. Yeah. So Julia thinks that's what's supposed to happen. No, I think Julia just showed herself to be extremely immature. Mm-hmm. So it was, they were going back and forth, and what Julia said, she said, totally, about the plastic surgery, she said, I totally disagree about this. It's crazy for people to alter their appearance. If you want to look better, just go to the gym club. Go eat healthy food. She thinks the people who use cosmetic or plastic surgery are lazy. <laughs> Whoops. This kind of got Rebecca up and not happy. Because she'd had quite a bit of stuff done. Right. And still is. And I think she said she had lost weight, but she'd still had some extra skin. Well, of course, when you lose a lot of weight, then you can have extra skin. And that has to be surgically removed. It's never going to go away. Right. And they kind of made Z-Ed look a bit bad, at least for a part of it. I think if you wanted to really interpret what he said... You know, they were asking him leading questions of, do you like Rebecca Did looking you younger? Did you hope that she would be right. younger? You know, all that stuff. And I think if when you ask that question, it's almost like a yes or a no. And so he says what he thinks. Well, yeah, sure. And if but actually, they, for the preview, they had taken that out of context. Yes. It wasn't directly answered like that Mm. and they made it look like it was going to be bad but actually what he said was fine yes and then he said they asked him he thought he was going to get some get something it was right after julia said something about going to the gym she said something well would you do that he goes well yeah you know i'm kind of thinking about it myself (laughs) he He, goes i like pizza (laughs) (laughs) which you know it's it got really good and i think that was probably the funniest line the funniest line of the whole night the tension everybody laughed you know, he's kind of like, he's not like an Asuelu, that kind of thing. But, you know, he's capable of delivering those one-liners. And I think he's genuinely a funny guy. Yeah, I think he's a super nice guy. Yeah. And it looked like, um, what was it, uh, the daughter and the Yeah, and her Mike, husband have, have taken to him. Micah and, I'm trying to think, Stephanie, I think is her name. I think the two of them seem to have warmed up because yeah. they spoke much differently yes, about him than they did before. They said they think that he but genuinely they, cares for her and treats her well and that they really had Tiffany, just tried Tiffany to um, test him. What was with his hair? He had like a gray yeah, curly perm. Weird. I don't know. I'm not trying to get too judgy, but whatever he did. It wasn't a good look. <laughs> 
He should probably put the baseball hat back on, I would assume. Maybe that's why he had the baseball hat on for the wedding. It, it gave me flashbacks to Real Housewives and criticizing each other's wigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just weird. And they didn't really apologize. They said if the whole thing had to be done over again, they would do things the same. They would still be judge, really white and judgy is what they would be. <laughs> and and um, Tiffany and Rebecca got into it a little bit about the friend and about Rebecca being jealous uh-huh. about the flip replayed that clip about moving. Uh-huh. I thought that was it was funny again uh-huh. because Zia didn't see it at all. Right. And then Rebecca repeated it to him slowly and he went, oh. No, oh, I don't no, that's want. Not what I, I don't want your help. No, I don't need your help right. at all. So they got into it, and Rebecca said, "There's no doubt she was flirting with him, and it's a friend of Tiffany." So Tiffany said, "No, no, no, that's not how it went down. You just misinterpreted." She was literally trying to help. Uh-huh. She said, "Well, you just don't do that." She said, "Well, if she didn't like that, why did she apologize to me? Should she apologize to you because you she were offended? Upset. Right? She saw how it was that you were impacted." Well, and they said we they just agree to disagree. <laughs> Speaking of disagreeing, our favorite couple, everybody's favorite, enjoyable, fun loving, free spirited couple. This has gotta be Amira. Oh no, I wasn't oh, that. Oh, okay. I was it was Mike and Natalie. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that too. Just a just a bunch of fun loving, happy people. The bomb of this which we saw again in another preview. I want to slap TLC's wrist for dropping this stuff in preview, so yeah. we're waiting for it to come. If I was, because you could have watched the previews and seen the bulk of what happened on the show. Right. And go, all right, I know what happened. Yeah, they kind of gave too many spoilers. Yeah. So Mike's mom worked really hard to disrupt the wedding. Yeah. That- the, the wedding that didn't want to happen to begin with. That was a shock. Because she was the one who encouraged him to proceed with things when they all met together. Mm. When Natalie first arrived and she came to visit. So that was like, that was a jaw dropper for me. Yeah, that Tamara, she went and called Tamara. I think what's his mom? His mom's Trish. Uh-huh. Trish asked Tamara if she would stand up and object to the wedding. That's terrible. Why would you put the neighbor in that position? That's horrible. And then what I love about both Trish and Tamara, and I think we talked about it during the episode, is I believe everything Very Trish honest. and Tamara says. Right. Everything. You could just tell. They, they, they legitimately, it's not like they even don't care what people think. It's, it's just not even a concept of to say anything other than the truth. Right. It happened with... Um, well, we'll get into it maybe later. We'll get into Tamara and Natalie and the conversation I had about Mike. But but that Trish did that. I, obviously, she was so far away that she couldn't be there for the wedding. And obviously, she's hope. against the wedding. Right. And, and when they asked her her reason, she said that she felt there were just too many conflicts for them to go ahead and get married. That were unresolved. Which, by the way, she's right. Right. Huh? I mean, she's not wrong here. Right. But how do you handle it? If your son wants to get a tattoo and you don't want him to get a tattoo, what do you do? Do you lock him in his room? No. No. That's what she was trying to do with Mike. Right. I'm going to try and keep you from being able to be married. Does that even work if somebody objects? That 
can, well, yeah, I mean. How can that, what does that be? Well, what happens? You object and what, or they, do you I've talk never, about I've it? I've never known anybody to do that. I think you would but look for. I guess for, they would voice, it's an opportunity to voice their objection. And then what? So we all agree to disagree. Thank you. Now, leave I, my wedding. I kick your there. ass. Now, now, what would happen? You know what would happen? Natalie would rip her head off if yeah. she did that. Completely tear it off. Yeah, I can't believe that his mom put the neighbor in that position because she's got to live next door to him still. Right. I mean, would you ever forgive somebody who disrupted no. your wedding like that? No. Of course not. And and so they asked Tamara about. Well, first they asked Mike about his reaction. He said he's got mixed feelings about it. I'm angry that she would do that or ask someone else to do that. I get her concern, but it wasn't right for her to ask someone else to do it. She had to be on one of the phones, maybe. Mm. Mm. Tamara seems to think that that they get along a little better than it showed on camera. She said, I see them when they're in love, and it's not always like this. Mm. But, even before we got to that point, Natalie seems to think that Mike cheated the night before the wedding. Still. She says that Tamara told her that he was going to a bachelor party. Tamara says that she never said that. Natalie countered with, yes, you did. Tamara countered that with, no, I didn't. And I think they agreed to disagree. A little back and forth. It was not the most exciting argument that I've seen. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. It was, it's about as exciting as this conversation is right now. Which is not very. Right. That's what I'm getting at. I, so it wasn't really much of anything other than Mike disappeared for what he said to be, what, five? Five hours? Yeah, on the eve of the wedding. That's, That's not a good sign, right? No. He was out till 4 a.m. Yeah, I'd have been wondering what was up, too. Well, I don't know. Maybe Joby came to town. He was anxious to go to bed, though. After dinner, yes. wasn't he? So, yeah, they, the trailer's so rocking. After he gave her a lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Probably different lap dance, I would hope, or something. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you saw the, pre- Mike, the, the little Mike preview knows. of his lap dance at the dinner table. Mike knows what happens at a lap dance. Right. Right. So, he he was out. He said he went out for a walk, the place where they had some nature trail, and yeah, was out there was thinking. just up their road. Never any farther than that, but that there's no cell signal, so he didn't get her phone call. So he was at a bachelor party by himself. That's not very exciting. Hope he didn't cheat on, maybe he cheated on Natalie by himself in the park. No? (laughs) (laughs) No, maybe not. I hope not. No. Hmm, Not good. And there's nothing about them. They was it's just a depressing conversation. And it was weird how they showed up separately and they acted weird around the other couples when they asked them, "Hey, what's up?" Uh, one of them said, uh, "Do you two even know each other?" <laughs> because they acted like they didn't know each other. So, what do you think about this as the possibility of this whole thing between them staged for the next season of Happily Ever After? Do you think that's possible? Well, they couldn't be unhappily ever after because they're not. But they're on it. They're right. one of the couples. Right. Well, they were together for, you know, not even a year before they got separated. But is this just a prelude to drama that you're going to see on the show? Well, obviously their breakup is going to be coming. 
Since we know they've broken up. We need a not happily ever after. But doesn't that isn't that a spoiler <laughs> alert? They're just all the fights, just them fighting. Yeah. Because what do we have? We get Tiffany and Ronald, and we know that's probably volcanic, is right. what I would say. Yeah, they're very on again, off again. Mm-hmm. And we found out that evidently Jovi and Yara are going to be on Happily Ever After, too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because they had the baby. What if we got Andrew on The Single Life? Ugh, Puke City. I'm yeah. not watching that. Yeah, you probably would, but still. Uh, no. What, do you skip those scenes? I'd There's... rather, I'd like to see Amira on there. Well, I get it, but I don't think Amira is as exciting television as Andrew. No, but she certainly deserves a better storyline than him. Well, I, I'm not arguing the point, but I think people would like to skewer Andrew, right? Yes. Give him a chance to maybe improve his reputation. You mean like cult? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't know what to say about Colt. I think here's what I we I think I'm going to talk a lot about Colt on Inside Scoop, but that just seemed a bit odd, right? Mm -hmm. That whole thing. I don't know where Mike and Natalie go. I I can't tell even almost where they are now. Nothing good. Mike seems so. uh, What's the word? Emotionless. Yes. Numb. We saw him yell, I think one time, when um, Natalie was talking about how much smarter she was than him. And that was a wicked little fight that they had. Yeah. How she's more attractive and smarter than he is. And he said you could be beautiful to look at and not be beautiful inside. Right. And that was a pretty rough fight to have in front of the camera. Yeah. Mm. Nasty. Right. I think. Yara and Joby probably still keep trudging along like they are. I'm a little anxious to see Brandon and Julia outside of Betty and Ron. Uh Uh-huh. I forgot. Maybe the biggest bomb of the night was that Brandon had another apartment ready. Yeah. Yeah, that was a surprise. I forgot. I should take that. And Julia had said that it wasn't good enough. Uh, So he, he stayed at the farm. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, look, that farm is no... Picnic. Yeah, it's not the nicest place around. I would assume he probably works out of Petersburg or something like that. So that became a, this isn't good enough, so okay, you get the farm. Yeah, and then everybody, when that all came out, everybody turned... They were already turned on Julia, but they turned more... Because Julia is like, oh, poor, poor Julia. Right. Or she didn't say it like that. but And I, I suffer these conditions. Right. And it turns out she didn't have to. Right. Yes, this choice was all hers then. Yeah, so that was interesting to have that come out now. Because nobody ever brought that up before. No, it was not a point of the conversation. she would have criticized Brandon for not having a separate living situation I think we prepared. were. I think we were pretty... Con- and they kind of turned on him, too, and said, you should have done better. Right. And he says, hold on. Because he's young, too, and he throws Julia under the bus. Right. He deflects that. He could have absorbed that and not put that out there. But he didn't. Right. He turned on Julia. Here you go. It's not all me. It's Julia. <laughs> and everybody seems shocked by it. 
Right. And they all went, oh, you've misled everybody about it. It's poor you. Right. She had no Woe is me. Right. Even Andrew jumped in on that. Yeah. And he hadn't talked much. He but was. She, but Julia has something to say about everybody and their situation. Yes. So they all just ganged up on her then because it's like the pot <laughs> calling the kettle black. <laughs> so we look at next week and the, I think the previews we got for what's coming up in the tell all next week is that. Um, Sarah gets brought in from Mike and Sarah about what happened the night, whatever the night was the before he, of her wedding. Yes, and so where he was shirtless, and they make it insinuate that it was more than Mike says. But there's no way that no, Sarah no. would come on and say that yeah. bef- the night before she got married, right? That I she was banging that. Mike, right? Unless she's already divorced. There's right. no reason for her to say that. And I doubt that that's the right. case. But they make it look like that. Right. Um, we get more of Andrew. They're trying. He's in the car, but they're still trying to make him come back to the set. I truly hope that they do make him come. That somehow they get him to come back in. I don't think he will. Because he can't control the situation. I don't argue, but I want him in. I want to see more of crappy Andrew yeah, being a turd. Right. And everybody hang up on him. Have to answer to Andrew. He'd just get up and walk. He cannot be confronted. No. He'd leave. He's that guy. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Right. We get Tariq admitting that he had spoken with Minty again. Mm -mm. Is there a situation where that's okay? No. Like we're getting ready to go on the show tonight. You're going to be on the show because he promised her that he wouldn't have but, contact anymore. She was clear about but that. But does Tariq have to set up Minty being on? Can the producers no, reach out to Minty on their own? Yeah, absolutely. Do they know how... Would you ask Tariq, how do we get a hold of Minty? No, they would know that. She's been on camera. They have to, they have to pay people. Right. They have contact. Mm, okay. I'm just trying to give Tariq a way out because he's no. my... You know, he he's my boy. He's a slime ball. He's my boy from Virginia Beach. We're, you know... If we have to go back, I'm going to need a friend. It won't be him. We could hang out. Me and you and Tariq and Minty no. and Hazel. And her all of us. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> no. Right. Could go I'd to... hang out with the with their, his daughter before I would hang out with any one of them. Right. Or her friend. His friend seems all right. It's always pretty critical mm. in calling him out. She seems Oh, the girl. Fine. Yeah. Right. And then we get, what else do we get? Oh, Yeah. I wrote, Jovi thinks that Mike and Natalie are actually lying about what happened at their wedding. So I wonder what that's. Hmm. We no, Look, I think everybody who's sitting here is going, yeah, I don't know what's going on with those two. I really can't tell. Yeah, it's very strange. So who knows? And they, they left a lot of mystery. That's the point. Um, about why they arrived separately. Because they were questioned about that specifically towards the end. And she said, I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. I was like, what's that about? There's they both. Be, yeah. Isn't there some law? all odd about it. Yeah, you're not, there's got to be a law against that. You don't get to come to a tell-all and tell some. It's not a tell-some. Right. This is a tell-all. Right. So if you get asked a question, you should have like a shot collar on. Yeah. And if you say, I refuse to answer that question. <laughs> so pleading the fifth. Where's lie detector oh. boy? I want lie detector boy in oh, there. Oh, that's great. 
I, everybody strapped on a lie detector. That would be and he's just there. He's on the camera, right? Just looking. And he just gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down. He's like or a little box. Or if they lie, they get electrocuted. Yeah, that's and then cool. what would happen is Andrew would be on fire. <laughs> He'd be burnt and charged her crisp. <laughs> and Jovi would be on fire. <laughs> Julia would be scathed. It would be unscathed because she's. She tells telling, everything. She says it like it is. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So that's it. We have inside scoop coming up. We've got. Uh, we're going to look at the single life stuff, which is some Colt and Ed fun, fun stuff. I think <laughs> much worth talking about. We have got. I don't know. I guess I mentioned I threw happily ever after in there because we found out we got a new couple on happily ever after. But we've talked about that already. Stephanie, absent from the tell all, is out and about doing her own thing. She's Which got is not worth looking at. Yeah, but it's interesting. <laughs> She's bringing all sorts of witnesses and evidence. Whatever. So that should be fun to talk about. Um, Natalie, we've got some Natalie news. Um, I'm going to find something. We're going to find another reason to talk about Andrew. I don't know what it is, but we're going to find something. We've, we've got some separate Ed news. I've got, we got some stuff with Sinjin and Steven and Olga. Oh, I like that. Yes. So stay tuned. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiance, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 